Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. So, welcome to podcast number thirteen, and um, it's been a, it's been a weird week, really, but um, it's been a good week when we say Lancashire. Uh, has got talent and certainly a friend uh, <laughs> yeah. of, of the show has um, has been impressing every he's, he's been he's been everywhere hasn't he he's gone global that's what I, that's that's the thing he's gone on gone global we're talking about our lovely friend mr steve royal who has made the finals of britain's got talent so yeah that's been a big um, that's been a big part of my week weirdly mm. um cuz obviously um I was texting him and while while he was recording it and sort of saying, oh, you know, good luck. I've been thinking about you. I hope it's been going really well. Um, and he just sent me back because obviously it was pre-recorded, wasn't it? He mm. sent me a, a message back saying, not giving anything away, mate, but worth a watch on, on Saturday, winky face. <laughs> so I thought, well, OK. Um, but when I watched his performance on the night, it properly, it properly made me cry. I was so... You know what he's like. He's just a mm. normal guy who's um, he's just dead nice. He's everything you want him to be, Steve. When you, whenever you get the chance to meet him, he's just how you want him to be. And, um, yeah, I was just bursting with pride on Saturday night and crying my eyes out. I was a, I was a right mess. Well, as you say, I mean, he's he's just he's such a genuine guy and I think that's what the, the, the whole loving is about. And I think what's nice mm. is that the sort of national audience is getting to see... Um, him and see just how nice he is and I think that's coming across in loads of interviews he's been doing and stuff yeah. like that which has been which has been lovely but obviously you know our partners at the Grand Theatre he's been a absolute staple part of that panto you've obviously worked with him <laughs> yeah. in the panto performances as well and I mean how long how long has he been doing it now I mean it must be 50 I... years yeah, I think it's about 18, it? wow. I want to say. I think it's about 18 years, something like that. And honestly, I can say this because I know he won't mind me sharing. When Panto got postponed at the Grand, he was oh. genuinely, genuinely mm. devastated because that's been his Christmas. Like his eldest daughter, Daisy, learned to walk, you know, on those corridors at the Grand where all the, yeah. where the, where the dressing rooms are? She learnt to walk down there. Yeah. Um, the whole time his girls have been alive, he's been doing panto there. I think that's how he keeps check. I think Daisy's 18. <laughs> I think that's how he keeps check wow. of how many he's done. So um, I just said to him, and this was all before uh, before the semi-finals of Britain's Got Talent, I just said, maybe it's a really good thing. Maybe you not being there this year, because you'll be there next year, but maybe you not being there this year will make you available for even better opportunities and he was like yeah 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 and i said the other thing you need to do i went you need to embrace christmas he just shrugged his shoulders he went i don't know what to expect yeah. it's been nearly 20 years since i've done christmas i went you need to be like the christmas family where you do <laughs> everything just try and really embrace it and he was like yeah i mean i mean literally i can't really explain what it's like when you do panto at christmas you kind of give up your christmas a bit because each time like i'll never forget i got to the first year i did panto i I was single and I got to my mum and dad's and I was like, you know, Merry Christmas. I got there on Christmas Eve. I made a right fuss. I went, I want to watch It's a Wonderful Life. And we had this lovely like Christmas buffet and we put It's a Wonderful Life on. I genuinely saw about seven minutes of it and fell asleep. Yeah. And that's what your Christmas is like. You sleep whenever you can. You sleep. Um, and then you're at the theatre. And I know Steve wouldn't have it any other way. So, 
Yeah, I think his uh, I think his life is about to change, and I'm really, really hoping that um, he can shine in the final, just like he did in the semi-finals. Yeah, it was great, and it must be even it must be weird. I felt when I watched the talent competition on the weekend, must I thought that's it must be so hard as a comic because you react with what your audience are doing, and sometimes you can go down paths that you never thought you were going to go down, but you just got that reaction from the crowd that, that you mm. felt, I can mm. go down here because they're loving this. And sometimes you might mm. have a brilliant, you think this is going to go down a storm and it doesn't go down a storm with the audience. Mm-hmm. And I suppose on the TV, with their virtual screen that they were doing, you, you wouldn't know that. Do you know what I mean? That was the issue, isn't it? You yeah. you I suppose for him, that would have been so difficult. And that's why I think it for me it was more impressive because you think... He's got an act there, he's worked on it, he's rehearsed it, he's clearly done it in front of people and they've reacted well to it. And Mm, he's mm. clearly gone, I completely believe in this act that it will be great. Because like I say, you couldn't kind of react to the audience because you didn't, there wasn't one, there was only four people. And I suppose he was playing to them, but you then go, well, does that come across at home well? So it must have been so difficult that. The other thing that I'll say is that, that you've got to remember judges who you can hear reacting, and I know this is a bit controversial, but they're all Southern. Yeah. They're all people from the South. Yeah. And I would say that part of Steve's humour, and if someone was to say, what's his humour like? I would say it's really family friendly and it's really Northern. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. I, I just think he's quite a—he's got that warmness. He's got that northern humour. And I just thought, gosh, all sat there. This was when I was, you know, playing the part of panicked, nervous friend watching. I was like, oh, they're all—they're all southern. They're all southern. And although humour does obviously sort of uh, work uh, because there's no language barrier, there's definitely there's definitely something about him being a northerner that I was I was genuinely a bit worried I was like they're all southern on that panel just don't what if they just don't get him what if they just don't don't get him Mm, I agree and and I think um I don't know about you but the royal variety obviously is is a prize as well as you know Mm. some decent cash um but um the the royal variety is a prize I just think he'd be perfect at that and I've always said and I've watched a few pantos around the UK because obviously I've worked at London at the weekends and, and times I've gone mm. to Pantos there. And they've got names and stuff like that um, because obviously it's, it's big money down down in, in London way. And mm. I have to say he is, without a shadow of a doubt, the best comedy panto guy or girl I have ever seen. Um, there's no yeah. doubt about that. The way he interacts with the kids, the way his dialogue is, the way he's on stage... Obviously, what he can do and bring to the role is in more um, juggling and you know magic, that kind of thing as well, and that sort of circus theme, if you will, because of his Camelot days, of course. And I just think it completely plays into that audience of um, entertaining adults and children all at the same time. And he's, it's a real skill. It is a real skill because not many people try, not many people certainly can't do it. He can, he mm. gets it right. And honestly, he's the best one I've ever seen. And yeah, he, um, I just think at Royal Variety, 
it would it is the perfect that is the perfect audience and i think he'd be amazing at it so big yeah. big plush push for, for steve when it when the talent the talent final comes around because i think it's october isn't it so we have to wait for for that yes so we've got to wait a little while for it but um Yes, as we're supporting Blackpool's Grand Theatre, if you go onto their website, they've done that, and they did this at the start of lockdown, and it's really well worth a watch if you're a Steve Rolfe fan. He talks about his time doing Panto, and um, he's got some really good stories on there, so you may not have had a chance to see them. If you head over to blackpoolgrand.co.uk, you'll get to see some really good um, and funny... He's he's just a funny bloke, Mm. isn't he? He's just a funny guy, so uh, head over to their website, and you'll be able to check out uh, some definitely funny videos of the lovely Mr. Steve Royal. It's time for Story of the Week! Okay, so this week's Story of the Week, um, I I actually think, Jed, that this would be something that, that I don't know either one of us could do, but it really made me laugh. A man has blown up part of his house in France while trying to swat a fly. <laughs> is, this, is this like, do you remember the story of the, uh, the proposal? And he's burning his house yeah. down. <laughs> Why yeah. is it always men? <laughs> oh, I love it. It is a guy that's in his 80s was just about to tuck into his dinner when he became <laughs> irritated by a fly buzzing around him. <laughs> he picked up an electric fly swatter and started targeting it. But apparently a gas canister was leaking and the, the reaction of the two things led... I mean, he's fine. He is fine. Um, but... Um, his house, the story eh? really made me chuckle. His house isn't fine. He's had to move into a local campsite um, while his family repair his house. Wow. Uh, but my favourite line of the whole story um, is the last line, which said, "The fate of the fly is unknown." Oh right, so that we don't know if the fly's dead. We don't even know if the fly is dead wow. after all that. Wow. So uh, that was. I just thought it was a great story. A grumpy Frenchman trying to enjoy his tea and yeah. blows his house up. You what? You, you can imagine it, can't you? He's, you know, as a Frenchman, you know, and and my sister-in-law, she's um, half French. And ah, she okay. said that, um, you know, when they go and visit, she went, it's fantastic because literally you have your um, lunch, you know, in the afternoon because the weather's nice. You sit outside mm-hmm. and you just have a, you know, glass of rosé. They have because they, they live in the um, in the province region, which is where all the Ooh, good nice. wine is. Do you know what I mean? So she went, the wine there is cheap, but it's the these kind of the 20 quid bottles you buy in the supermarket you know so there it's dead cheap so literally they drink rosé wine at lunchtime as like water and then they'll have a a good red wine for at night and she said uh, you know you can imagine it's it's all right rosé you you see him just sat there he's he's probably got some cheese a bit of bread you know he's got some uh, they live the life don't they yeah he's got some lovely food out on the table he's probably just uncorked uh, a, a lovely bottle of uh, Provence rosé, <laughs> a bit of a whispering angel, something like that. Poured himself this lovely big glass, and it's and there's nothing more irritating, nothing more irritating. But you think how how like sort of angry has he been to create a spark? Been, yeah. Do you mean? I'm thinking. I mean, to waft that thing so hard that he's literally yeah. clouted something. It sparked yeah. and blown his house up. He's, um, yeah. That's a very angry It's impressive friend. when you're in your 80s. I mean, <laughs> imagine having that much energy still in your 80s. But there is nothing more annoying. I remember during um, during the summer months, we was in bed one night and there was... we. 
it was so loud, the buzzing of this fly, <laughs> that it was really... I went, I can't sleep with that. He went, what do you mean? I went, that, fly, that fly's got to go. I can't sleep in it. And he was a right big fat one as well. Yeah. You know, the big blobby oh, one. I, I was like, he needs to go. Yeah. So there we are at like whatever the sign was. Window we were windows open. open trying to waft this but, fly out. And they don't go, do they? They don't go. No, they do. It, it's, it, they <laughs> know. Ages. Yeah, they know. They might go, here we go. I've got it. They're up. They're up now. We've got them here. Let's just... <laughs> They're playing. They're playing. Here we go. Go. Let's fly, fly around along. here. Yeah, and they'll, what they'll do, what I like about these flies, <laughs> is they'll sit right by the opening of the window. So you think, oh, they're going to go out. Yeah, and, and, and you like, try, Come and on, co- yeah, try, try and coax them with a, with either a, a, yeah. a book or a, a magazine or a swatter. Yeah. You try and coax them yeah. out to not kill them. And then literally you think, actually, it's going to go. It's going, oh, no, it's buzzed off. And then you, then you start swatting up. Like, it, 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 they play with you, Jed. They play with you. It does your head in. It really does. But yeah, they're like, head, you think I'm going out the window, mate? You think I'm going out the window? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going for a little fly around your bedroom. And for me, the worst bit is when, uh, is when like, it, and it, obviously it would have been dark because it's, uh, it's at night time. And you think to yourself, it's gone. I've got, you've got yeah. it. And you go, right, it's gone. And you, and you go, stay still, stay still, stay quiet, right? And everything's quiet. And then you go, right, close that window. If you close the windows, right, brilliant. Right, great. And you get back in bed. <laughs> there is nothing it's so worse. true. There's nothing worse. You just want, you get back so out of what, bed. <laughs> what, what we're saying about our story of the week this week is we sympathise with the grumpy Frenchman. I mean, you wonder if he could um, get it on the old, you know, on the insurance and stuff like that. I mean, what do you say to them? Like, how did the how did the gas explode? Oh, well, I was a bit aggressive with me SWAT and uh, and it blew me house up. I don't know. I don't know if they would... Fall, I don't know if they'd fall for it. You know, like, me dog at me homework. I don't know if you would... Yeah. I don't know if they'd sort of fall for that or whether they paid out. But, I mean, luckily, like you said, he's um, he's fine. He's all right. He just has to... He's fine. ...sort his house out, I suppose, and uh, and, 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 and get that sorted. <laughs> but no news. Uh, no news on the fly. That's... Uh, that... No news on the fly. We don't know if the fly survived. Wow, there you go. So, well, good My story. My money would be on the fly surviving. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. So I do like that, and uh, yes, I still think. I suppose it's like I, I tell you. Oh, that's what I was say. Are you um, in the last week or so? Have you had? Uh, have you have you noticed more wasps than ever? Um. Yeah. Yeah. In the conservatory, a yeah. couple of wasps. We, yeah. We because yeah. we we have right, and we thought we got like a wasp nest. So our next door neighbour's got a wasp nest. Oh really? Where did he live? Yeah. Because I was like, I'm sure the, we've got some. Are they called eaves? If you, is, it, it's a bungalow next to us, and yeah, in the in the sort of is it like, I don't know what it's called. We'll is call it called it the eaves? What's like the gap, isn't it? Where right. the ta- where the where his roof ends is sort of wall of his house is right. they fly up there he just said he was telling me yesterday he keeps finding dead ones landing in his bathroom or he spent oh, all the very days but oh, apparently he was telling me that you don't um, the best way for them to go is just to leave them because once the queen dies that's they'll it. all just go anyway yeah, so that's don't, it. don't disturb them yeah yeah. well I I, I, I'm, I was thinking of with you, I'm sure I, was, I forgot one but then actually I was like well no, because there'd be we we might have like a couple or three, but then I'm like there'd be loads. Do you know what I mean? Oh um, no, these. Let me tell you, it's obvious he's got a nest. Oh, they right. come and go all day. It's like Heathrow there. Right. Honestly, I mean, our, we've moved our front door to the to the front of our house, but it used to be at the side of the house, mm. and his is at the side. 
And uh, yeah, it's like Heathrow. They just treat you like an Airbnb. What, you've only got to stand there for. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. But um, I, I love that we've we've covered a lot of insect news on today's podcast. It's been excellent, hasn't it, really? But no, great story of the week. <laughs> I enjoyed that. The Frenchman exploding his house, uh, trying to catch a fly. And let's be honest, we all feel his frustration. Oh, yeah. Is it right or is it wrong? So, three news stories here. Now, one of these is right, two are false. But which one is I it now? I need to get You do, because I uh, stumped you rubbish. about... I think, is this... Is it, it's been three weeks on the trot. I've, I've stumped I you now. I found the notes from last week. Mm. Declan Donnelly. Okay. Jesse and Brad. Yeah. I'm starting with a new sheet of paper. Okay. It's going to be my lucky Are job. you ready? First story. Gary Lineker. Match of the Day presenter has been asked to play semi-professional football for his local side. Uh, the 59-year-old has been retired for 26 years, but his local side, Leicester Town, have asked him to step in whilst their three strikers have had to be quarantined due to COVID. Apparently he's going to play uh, the two games that they're going to miss starting this Saturday. Next story. Katie Price has created a new business to try and earn back her fortune. The Price is Right is a business where arguing couples leave her the full argument and Katie Price leaves them a video on who she thinks is right. The next story, football boss Frank Lampard says he leans on his wife Christine Bleakley to make some decisions regarding the team. The England legend has spent big in the summer and has got big decisions on his starting 11 this week, which he's going to ask his wife for her opinion. So there you go. Three stories. Only one is right. But which one? I don't... I do, you've not made this any easier mm. at all, as far as I can see. So you've got Gary Lineker playing yeah. prof, semi-professional football. Yes, out of retirement because of mm. the old COVID, the struggle in these local sides. So he's gone, go on then. Mm. I'll give it a go. You imagine he, he can still do a bit. You know, he's in good shape, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Then you've got Katie Price. Can I say, though, as well, Gary Lineker, 59. Are you having some of that? That's good for 59. I know, but 59. Does that make you feel... I remember, like, when he was playing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You're like, he's 60. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it always bothers me when I... um, it always bothers me when I see footballers that were like young when I was. Yeah. Even now, David Beckham not playing yeah. football bothers me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's. Like Wayne Rooney. Right. You know, you think he's, he's just, he's coming to the end of his career and you go, like, and they say, like, you know, um, sort of a football legend, uh, experienced, senior pro. You're like, he was 16 when he was, <laughs> and he's always been 16. Do you know what I mean? It's frightening. But anyway, mm. Katie yeah. Price. Um. Okay, Katie Price. Mm, um, price is right. The, pr- the, the pricey. She likes mm. to be called the pricey. Mm. Um, mm, I, I, I don't know. She's she's skin, I, I guess, because yeah, she's, yeah, she's she you know, she's, she she lives on holiday. Mm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she maybe would she maybe would do that, but um, that's not a bad idea. I don't know. I mean, I suppose you know, arguing couples they send their videos in. Put both sides of the eye. Like she's like a judge, isn't she? She's like Judge Judy, I suppose. And she yeah. sort of says, yeah. "Right, um, this person's right. You got to then deal with that." I'll be honest. I, I you know, no. Okay. I, 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 I'm just imagining me and John having a dispute and going, "I tell you, I tell you." Katie Price. Tell you, going to sort this out. No, Katie Price. That, the no. woman with seven that. husbands. 
I wouldn't trust her to sugar me coffee right, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's a no. Um, right, Frank Lampard, Christine. Um, yeah, maybe this could be true because he's kind of a modern guy. He's modern, yeah. So maybe, maybe he he trusts. Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm just going maybe. on. You know, what about John, your man? If he came home with a an engineering problem, would he say, Issue. listen, love, uh, you know, th- this ain't going where it needs to. Uh, we need um, some well, advice. Do you know what? Right. Do you know something? You know, like Chandler off Friends where nobody really knew what he did for a living? Yeah. When John was an engineer, mm. like, I didn't really know what he did for a living. Yeah. Like, people go, oh, what does he do? I go, oh, he's an engineer. And that was it. Doing what? Yeah. And I'd be like... Just engineering. Just engineering stuff. Don't, just engineering being busy. <laughs> uh, whereas now, <laughs> busy engineering. Um, it does like pre- precision is a word that sometimes gets banded about as well yeah. and milling yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I know what it D- Again, no idea. Drawing a total blank. Anyway, now he works in education. He teaches it. So right. I go, oh yeah, he's a college lecturer. Yeah. Oh yeah, he teaches. So I, I, I'm down with that. So mm. I, yeah, and sometimes obvious, we talk about... Yeah. So I feel like... Yeah, I'm thinking it could be them. I tell you for why. You imagine in the football managers gone by, they've probably done the same, just not talked about it publicly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's that that could be it. Because they are yeah, a famous that's couple. Yeah, they're a famous couple. I think if, if she weren't famous, then maybe he wouldn't have said anything. So that's maybe where I'm going to go with Frank. Because Gary Lineker, I feel like he's already got commitments on a Saturday. And that would be his excuse. He'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, lads. I've actually got match of day. day. Yeah. I know it looks like we throw it together, but they probably have rehearsals. <laughs> and he's got to have watched all the matches to have an opinion. So he's a bit busy watching actual football. So that's okay. why I'm going to say no to Gary Lineker, because he's got plans on a Saturday. Okay, well, Gary Lineker, 59, of course, coming out of retirement is... Not true, so well done on that. Oh, yes. But Katie Price. Oh my god, please don't tell me Katie and Price. And Price is, is right. Is um, also false, so well done. Yes. Frank Lampard does rely on his wife, Christine Bleakley, or Christine Lampard as she's now, uh, to make some decisions for uh, Chelsea Football Club. So uh, there you go, fans of Chelsea. I mean, she doesn't pick the squad or anything, Well, no, I would have thought I mean, so. Pick the team. I'm just wondering if he goes, oh, I mean, I've got this right back and I've got that right back. Who do you reckon? And you wonder if she goes, eh, yeah, yeah. No, but I think it's probably more about managing people. Is yes. my guess. It's more about because there's a lot to personalities do and yeah. You imagine there's all those personalities and a lot of testosterone and a lot of egos. Mm. So imagine maybe she's quite good at sort of yeah. She might be good at that sort of stuff. Imagine People that. Managing. Well, there you go. Uh, you are absolutely yes. spot on. It was Frank Lampard leaning on his uh, wife to uh, help him with some decisions at Chelsea Football Club. Well done. You're back in the game. Yes. Hugh, about blooming time. The Jed and Haley Show. So there you go. That was episode number 13 of The Jed and Haley Show. As always, we love hearing from you. So please get in touch with uh, any suggestions, any thoughts. Uh, and as well as that, um, feel free to like our pages and you can also subscribe so you get episodes delivered straight to your phone or however you listen. Yes, thank you very much. And thank you as well to uh, our international listeners. We are uh, we're branching Ooh. out. We've gone to... Uh, Oh, where have we gone to now? Well, when I start looking at the uh, the the analysis, 
Um, they keep Ooh. adding sort of more bits onto the um, analytics bits, so it's quite oh, uh, yeah. It, oh, it's, it really is quite fascinating to uh, to see um, the sort of kind of where people are, who they are, where they listen, ages. They put ages on now, which mm. is always oh, in they? age brackets and stuff like that. Which I'm guessing a... we're not very popular with the cool kids. Well, we're much more. What, what do you reckon? No. Our what do you reckon our biggest age listenership ranges? Thirties. Okay, well, we are big. Our biggest is twenty-five yeah. to thirty-four. Oh, oh followed, younger. Yeah, followed. Oh. We are cool. Followed by forty-five to fifty-four. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, we're, we're hitting both markets big oh yeah um but no oh, we are yeah. big in um we thank you very much to our listeners in spain that we've recruited and um holland as well as we know norway and us Ooh. of a and india yeah. we are big in india india is our yes. is our is our second um biggest country apart from obviously the uk uh but also where we're big is the um united arab emirates so we uh, we're, we we're, we're crossing over to the sheikhs of Dubai, which is uh, <laughs> which which is so. Uh, I mean, we can do field trips and stuff like that out to out there. Um, you know, just give us a shout, drop us a line on oh, the Jed and Haley show on Facebook, or of course on our Twitter oh, page. Gosh. You can do that, and uh, you know, when this COVID is over. We'll fly out um, on your expense, of course, oh, yeah. and uh, and uh, I don't know, maybe some meet and greets. Uh, we could maybe do that, <laughs> which would be lovely. But uh, no, uh, thanks for everyone on board. It is good oh, to have gosh. you all there. Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.